This episode is sponsored by Overcast, an independent podcast app that embraces the open world of podcasting instead of locking it down. No exclusives, no premium content, no paywalls, just a great podcast app for everyone. Get it for free in the App Store. Hey everybody, this is Mark. Thank you for listening once again. Um, the episode that you're about to hear, part three of Contagion Muff Movies, was recorded in late March 2020, and that was a time when everything seemed to be about the coronavirus, um, still going on, still going strong, it's still very bad, um, but a lot has happened in the U.S. Um, since that time. Today is June the 19th, uh, or Juneteenth, 2020. I've been thinking a little bit about what it means uh, to be a straight white podcaster in this space and kind of what I can do to try to help be a supporter of racial justice and equality. Um, so I do advertisements for the Chicago Podcast Cooperative, advertising local Chicago businesses. Uh, from now on, I'm going to take the money that comes in from those advertisements and I'm going to donate it to the NAACP Legal Defense and Educational Fund. Uh, it's not very much, but it's something and uh, it's something I can do right now to help out. Anyway. Uh, thank you all for listening, and I hope you enjoy the show. Muffed Movies Contagion Part 3. The death of CDC agent Dr. Mears leaves Dr. Elliot Cheevers and necromancer Dr. Hexadol scrambling to discover a vaccine. Meanwhile, in Hong Kong, Dr. Orantes got got by Sun Fang, and with charlatan blogger Alan Crumweedy promoting the hoax cure for Scythia, is there any hope for an everyman like Mitch M. Hoff and his daughter? Find out as the Muff Movies Contagion continues. Smash wipe! We see Admiral Haggerty run up to Dr. Ellis Cheevers, two-foot-tall director of the CDC. Now, 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 Dr. Cheevers, <laughs> I know that uh, uh, Dr. Mills happens to be a very important per- 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 part of your staff, and she is diseased. <laughs> oh, boy, is she diseased. <laughs> and I know that you got, we got a special airplane with an evac pod that's totally disease-proof, but <clears throat> Dr. Cheevers Haggerty slaps a meaty hand on Dr. Cheevers very thin shoulder. Uh, there's a senator, uh, an old warhawk that I happen to take a shining to, and he's become sick with a big disease, so uh, yeah, Dr. Mears is up Shit's Creek. That plane is reserved. I don't mind telling you, sir. I, I, I find that unacceptable. We, we need to get our people home. That's our job. <laughs> unacceptable unacceptable you know what I cannot accept I cannot accept that you eggheads sitting around dingling yourselves meanwhile Chicago has closed all its airports and society as we know it is in decline there's going to be a run on the banks there's going to be a run on the grocery stores toilet paper is going to become new gold and you but just because you asshats can't create a vaccine wait are you saying that they're going to close down Chicago, stop people from getting out? Yeah. It's going to be real nicey-dicey. <laughs> <laughs> Cheevers uh, stares off into the distance for a uh, three-count. 
And this is, uh, if you'll excuse me, I have to go do something. <laughs> she just fucks himself for seven seconds. <laughs> All right, now what were you saying? <laughs> Smash cut. <laughs> Hello, lo- wait. Hang on. Internet recording. <laughs> Hello, me loves. Welcome to Crumwitty's little little crumbs of knowledge. Today's episode, as you can see, I'm sick as a dog. Crumwitty has uh, uh, painted his face green, uh, has little uh, torn up bits of bologna on his uh, chest, uh, and is wearing, uh, is wearing a Frankenstein mask. Uh, yes, I can see you in the chat. Uh, thank you for asking. I do have a high fever. Uh, I do have the big virus, and this will probably be the last uh, recording I ever make. I'm doing, gonna try one last thing here, though. Uh, Crumwoody reaches into his desk and pulls out a small bottle with. Uh, oh. <laughs> who did we say was on the bottles of Forsythia? Darth Maul. <laughs> pulls out a bottle of Forsythia with Darth Maul on it. Well, this one's got uh, Dax Jet Setter or whatever his name was. <laughs> Dax Jet Setter? Do you remember that guy who ran the 1950s diner? <laughs> D- Dexter Jackster or something? Uh, yeah, I think his name was, yeah, it's something like that. But it's Andy, Andy, what? it's for Cynthia. <laughs> and you're saying because he's got four arms? Cynthia Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, remember me from Sex in the City? Can we quiet down in the chat, please? Can we quiet? This isn't supposed to be a back and forth. Take off your top, Alan. <laughs> oh, I gotta turn off the text to speech. <laughs> I'll give you 50 coins. <laughs> what? 50 coins, huh? <laughs> oh, 50 coins, me lord. <laughs> <laughs> Says Alan, surf. <laughs> Crumb when he starts unbuttoning his shirt. <laughs> Baloney falls off. <laughs> uh, anyway, if I'm still alive tomorrow, you all know that Forsythia works, won't you? Uh, Crimwitty picks up a piece of baloney and tosses it into his mouth and washes it down with a generous <laughs> swig of Forsythia. Smash wipe! Uh, the fucking CDC. <laughs> this play may as well take place in the CDC with occasional dream sequences of other places. Yeah, I, real, I consider Muff movies a play. This is a real bottle episode of a movie. A bird alert for sure. They got a good deal on the CDC for like a long weekend, and they're like, well, I got an idea for a movie. It's zombies that take over the Monroeville shopping mall. Oh, that's gold. It's right near my house, says George Romero, legendary Pittsburgh filmmaker. <laughs> you guys don't understand. People are going to love the gritty realism. What's the deal with the coronavirus? Oh, that's, um, <laughs> that's, that's, uh, Kramer having a seven second orgasm. <laughs> uh, CDC. <clears throat> Hello. Uh, hello, um, wife. <laughs> You're not my wife yet, but uh, you will be. Um, <laughs> uh, Ellis Cheever here. Uh, remember me? <laughs> yeah, you gotta stop introducing yourself that way. 
cheese. Uh, yeah, it's just a, I'm not used to being with such a pretty lady. I always feel like you're going to forget about me. I am. <clears throat> well, I might forget about you. You're six feet shorter than I am. I know, Aubrey, you are a eight-foot-tall goddess. <laughs> when are you going to come home so I can carry you around in my handbag, you big old hunk of CDC? <laughs> um, can't wait for that. But, uh, <clears throat> Aubrey, I've got some bad news, and I needed you to kind of keep it under your hat. Um, I need you to uh, flee to Atlanta um, and keep your distance from other people, because uh, if you Flee to Atlanta? <laughs> The red hot chili peppers bassist <laughs> all the way in the San Francisco Bay Area suddenly perks up. Oh, I'm being cold. <laughs> Away. <laughs> but why? All of our friends are here and I've got a, a dinner party to go to tomorrow night. Look, Chicago is uh, about to become a, a real cesspool of crime and villainy. Um, that's a technical term. Uh, I just need you to get the hell out of town and uh, don't tell anyone because there's going to be mass panic if it gets leaked. Okay, I can do that, says Aubrey, her fingers crossed behind her back. <clears throat> okay, uh, hugs and kisses. Uh, see you soon. Smell you later, click. What? <laughs> beep, boop, boop, beep, boop, boop, boop. Hello? Hey, Gorg Gorgon, it's Aubrey. Hey. hey, Aubrey, how's life been since I released you from my infernal grasp? Well, you'll never believe it, but guess who just called me? Who? Oh, 24 inch Chiva, and did he have something to say? I'll guarantee you he did. Dish? <laughs> we all gotta get out of Chicago. Apparently, it's about to turn into a hive of scum and villainy. What, you mean flee to Atlanta? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we can smash wipe this. Yeah, 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 yeah. The secret's leaked, Andy. We get like one of those, uh, one of those Wayne's World style uh, phone tree animations of one friend calling two friends, calling four friends, etc. Et nauseum. <laughs> smash wipe. Well, many people ask me why I am an Italian. The answer is because it's more popular than an Irish. Thank you. That was vaudeville. What day is it, vaudeville? Day 18. Day 18. Dentine ice. Pharmacy. We see Lorraine Vasquez. Remember her? She was like the legitimate journalist who Alan Crumweedy asked for that job. <clears throat> she is standing, holding her pregnant belly, waiting in an impatient line of sick coffers and kick offers. <laughs> Excuse me, could you cover your mouth when you cough, sir? Yeah, why don't I cover my mouth with your dick, lady? Hey, get over here. What? What? <laughs> Scorpion from Mortal Kombat is very sick. <laughs> his little spear that comes out of his hand is just sagging on the ground behind him. Um, attention, attention, everyone. Huh? The entire line of sick people snapped to attention. 
Now I'm afraid that we only have uh, four more doses of forsythia here to give away today. So uh, everyone else will have to come back uh, on, on another day because we have used up our supply for the day. Now please disperse in an orderly manner. Well, uh, <clears throat> as the um, <coughs> chairman of the line, uh, this seems like a, a simple and uh, peaceable uh, selection of drawing straws uh, will be the uh, a most uh, sensible way to figure out who gets those four doses of the 50 of us. Why, now what are you talking about? That's bullcrap, says a man in a full business suit. Uh, hey, fuck you, <laughs> says the chairman of the line. He rips off his shirt, showing his huge shredded body with prison tats. Ooh, Mortal Kombat! <coughs> it has begun, says Scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, crowd erupts in a frenzy and starts smashing up the place. Pharmacy? More like a harmacy. A chair flies through a window. A window flies through a child. A woman flies out of my dreams and into my car. Oh, my. <laughs> Fruit flies like a banana. Smash <laughs> uh, right. Minneapolis again. Hey, listeners, are you getting as tired of Minneapolis as we are? I can't believe this is Minneapolis. Mitch and Jory are walking through a, a suburban parking lot, but you'd think they were walking through that one movie 28 days later. Remember that one? Because everyone is like filled with the rage virus, tackling each other, like stealing each other's stuff out of their own hands. A bank is on fire and there's no fire department anymore because they've all been flipped by the big disease. A man all the runs firemen past. are lying on their backs with their arms and legs in the air like bugs. Oh, we got tummy aches. We can't go fight no fires today. Yeah, and all our wives left us for those damn cops. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Say the cops. As they drive away in their topless Corvettes. Their Corvettes aren't the only things that are topless, Andy. Ah, you still got it, Mark. Uh, a TV runs past carrying a man. <laughs> a couch dressed like a boat. Is <laughs> chased across the room. No, chased me. across the street by ducks. Don't do Gibby. The flying carpet from Aladdin is on fire. Oh God, Jory, I uh, I think I'm having that dream again. Uh, don't, listen, don't look around. We just gotta go in, get the cereal, and get out. <laughs> Mitch winks at Jory. <laughs> <laughs> they walk into the grocery store. The shelves are empty of anything you could possibly want. People race out without paying for any goods or any bads. They race out from the face out. Oh, thank you. I'm sorry. I missed it. Missed it. Two points. Mitch looks at a rack of peas and he's like, even I'm not hungry enough for these. <laughs> How about this, Dad? It's a pack of Rees. <laughs> A pack of what? <laughs> Reese? <laughs> Jory looks at the uh, half-sliced Reese's Pieces container, uh, now empty of its contents. No, hon. Uh, why don't you go ahead and leave that here? Uh, oh, excuse me. A sick oh, woman. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm a very sick old lady. <laughs> ah, Mitch panics at the uh, at the sick woman. Get in the car. Get in the car, honey. 
Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, not you. <laughs> <laughs> you get back in my dreams. <laughs> the lady is pulled into a dream vortex. <laughs> my one weakness. Glad, glad I didn't just waste my time in that isolation chamber. <laughs> I took correspondence courses for dream magic. Mitch uh, vaults over a looter in the parking lot and punches a, uh, a would-be carjacker off of his minivan. Get in, hon! Okay, Dad. That was pretty cool. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, him and Jory uh, peel out from the wheel out? Yeah, that works. Thank you so much. Uh, and race off towards the Wisconsin border. We can tell they're heading towards Wisconsin because the camera pulls back and you see a giant cow in the distance walking on its hind legs. <laughs> the great god of Wisconsin. <laughs> That's right. If he smiles upon you, you shall have good luck and fecund women for many a generation. No Glarus, <laughs> pretend it's good. <laughs> how dare you? Do you know my uh, folks live like... Uh, quarter mile from the New Glarus Brewery. I didn't know that. <clears throat> so if you're ever looking to kill my parents, everybody, I've just narrowed <laughs> the search radius down for you. You're welcome. Smash wipe! Two. Alan Crumweedy's front door? He's like, he lives on one of those like diagonally inclined San Francisco hill streets. And Lorraine Vasquez, sick as a dog, is just like <clears throat> huddled on the stoop. Her mouth is like caked with white stuff, like she's some sort of crack lady. And she's she's very ill. Ellen, Ellen, come on over here, Ellen. Oh boy, Lorraine Vasquez, is that you, love, underneath all that muck? Yeah, Ellen, I'm real sick. You gotta give me some of that. You gotta give me some of that Forsythia. You gotta give me some of that good prequel shit. Come on, Crumwitty. Forsythia? I mean, look at the state of this block. Can't you see? My, my entire flat has been raided by looters and fucking thieves. They took all the force if you ain't got none like that. Oh, come on, Crumwitty. You know I'm good for it. Come on. Here I got money. Uh, Lorraine reaches into uh, the dead pigeon that she's using as a purse and pulls <laughs> out a uh, <laughs> crumpled wad of bloody bills. Oh, look at them bloody bills. <laughs> look. Lorraine, even if I didn't want to punish you for being a cosmic twat. Nope. <laughs> I feel like you can say cosmic twat. Cosmic twat? Yeah. I, I don't really like to say that. Well, but cr- you, hold on one second. Yes, Andrew has the floor. You have on multiple occasions gleefully shouted the C word at me during recordings of this. But you think when, when play back the tape, I don't, I won't stand for this. Any of our listeners could make a mixtape of you saying it. They could probably like cover gangsters paradise with just samples of you saying the C word. I don't think so. Do you think the T word is worse than that? And if I did, I probably did it within the context of it being a line from the movie. Within the what? Within the what, Mark? Movie, sir. Yeah. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. thought. Uh, Smash web to a mass mass grave. Ooh, a mass grave. Dr. Mears is dead. She is sealed up in some sort of giant Ziploc baggie as they have run out of legit body bags. But you know who survived? 
motherfucking Dave McKenzie, the Minneapolis Board of Health, jolly fat man. <laughs> All right, Dr. Mears. Um, I'm sorry, but here, for when you wake up, here's something for you to eat. Dave puts a, uh, a cruller and a pile of flowers on Dr. <laughs> Mears' uh, mass grave. And then gives her a kiss directly on the lips. Hey, Mackenzie, come here! <laughs> oh, yes, sir? You're wasting precious crawlers on some sort of a dead dame? Yeah, just in case you should wake up and want to, you know, in case you was hungry and wanted something to eat. What do you think the flowers are for over here, over there? Oh, that's a good point. She is from the West Coast. Yeah! He's probably a vegetarian. Drop it, give me 20! <laughs> oh, Crumbers, <man>. that is. <laughs> Dave rolls into the mass grave and cannot extract himself. <laughs> Divine justice, in my opinion. Now, back to my blues club where I have a set playing piano. Smash wipe. Sanjay Gupta's TV show. Now, the weird thing about this is, in the movie... Which you'll, you're about to see this audience, but Sanjay Gupta like does not come across well in this movie. Like he's using his real life persona and playing himself in the movie, but like the whole point of the scene is that he's giving a platform to a real piece of shit. Uh huh. I feel like that's weird. I mean, he sometimes gives a platform to <laughs> President Donald Trump. Uh, sorry, baby. Sick, a burn. And you, you can quote me on that. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy Duckworth. I ain't afraid funny. to make fun of Donald Trump. Come at me. Come at me, Baron. <laughs> that's the level I'm fighting at. Wow, that's off limits, but that's not, that's in poor. He's a, mentally unwell. That's in poor taste. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, our we did have a guest here Wait, from, Andy, from the CDC. Andy, zip it, Andy. Shut the fuck up. You know up. what's you know what's weird? What? Dr. Sanjay Gupta is doing a daily podcast about the coronavirus right now for like NPR. I listened to it. Yeah, <clears throat> and that's like super crazy fucked up that we are watching this like fantasy movie about an epidemic. And then in real life, right now, this same man is actually doing what he's doing for pretend nine years ago in a movie. Well, I guess that's what's weird to me about this is now in my head, Sanjay Gupta is like a less trustworthy source because when playing himself in the movie, he has on a guest who is like a snake oil salesman and like gives him like equal time to the CDC guy. You know? Fair and balanced. That's yeah. weird to me. Well, okay, wait. Do you look at Billy D. Williams and feel like he's not trustworthy because Lando Calrissian, spoilers, betrays Han Solo? No, I don't feel like the equivalency is the same, though. I feel like if it was like, um, let's say that Michael Jordan was in a movie playing Michael Jordan, uh-huh. right? And was like, hi, it's me, Michael Jordan, uh, and I hate basketball. Right? <gasps> and then you see Michael Jordan in real life. Would you think that he likes basketball? No, because I'm an idiot. Yeah, exactly. I guess that's... 
I guess that's my comparison. Anyway, back to the movie. Hi, I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, and here on News Moment, we have director of the CDC, Dr. Ellis Cheevers. I'm down here. Oh, come on up, sir. You told me they would give me a higher chair. Up on my shoulder, just like Pikachu <sighs> in Pokemon Go. <sighs> as okay. you're my buddy now. Okay. <sighs> Dr. Cheever. Um, now, uh, you are director of the CDC. There's a terrible outbreak of the big disease. And uh, uh, how close are we to getting a vaccine? We are still investigating. Whoa, 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 don't lean back too far. We are still... <laughs> Sorry, I was listening to that rap song that commands that I lean back. <laughs> lean back. Uh, we are currently investigating all options. There are several promising lines of inquiry. Uh, we will, of course, uh, be updating the public regularly with what we find out. Okay. Um, <clears throat> good words from a good man. And now, uh, for uh, equal amount of screen time, let's uh, flip it over to our San Francisco studio to professional blogger Alan Crumweedy. Uh, Alan, you have a, a, a debate to give. Uh, upon the moment. Well, 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 what have we here? I can barely see. Is it Sanjay? Sanjay? Uh, yes. Uh, I thought there was supposed to be, I thought there was supposed to be another guest on with me, but I don't see anyone. Everyone's too, too small for me to see if they're even in there. Mr. Crumweedy, I am here with director of the CDC, uh, Ellis Cheevers. Cheevers, sorry. Oh, I could barely see him up there. Little snack that he is. Hmm, says Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> anyway, Cramweedy, I know your secret. <laughs> Why aren't you telling everybody that you called your wife and told her to get out of Chicago before you told anyone else? Eh? I was on your Facebook page. Well, I found People out. Can... I'm sorry, well, with the delay, it was. Oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you say? Sphincter says what? What? Exactly, me love. Look, I am a doctor. There's nothing wrong with sphincters. They're a very important part of the human anatomy. In fact, there are more sphincters than just the one at the end of your uh, large intestine. There's a sphincter uh, protecting your epiglottis from your stomach acids. Uh, Crumweedy. So uh, you're actually saying I'm pretty important. Crumweedy, furious <laughs> at being upstaged by this excellent medical fact. Uh, leaps across the table and pulls the camera right into his face. Uh. Why are you? Why are you? What are you keeping from us? Why are you keeping the cure from the regular people like myself? I was about to die the other day until I took for Scythia, and now I'm healthy as a horse. Why are you telling the people the truth? Well, everyone knows that the Sith are very powerful, but it's a path to destruction. Just read the novel Darth Bane, set in the Old Republic era, and you'll find out why the Sith uh, don't take on more than one apprentice. Sanjay Gupta is nodding sagely alongside every word that Cheever is saying. <laughs> Gupta is slowly patting his lightsaber <laughs> on his side holster. <laughs> Smash wipe! Back at the CDC. Andy, are we forgetting something? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. 
All right, all of you sterno drunks, you need to clear out of this dance hall. This is a reputable establishment. Now, clear out of here, you crumb bums, before I call the Pinkertons. Oh, God, I love it. I love doing twirl, twirl. Yeah, I just around <laughs> We just gotta hope that anybody listening to this podcast isn't listening to any uh, wildly popular podcasts as well. Oh, you mean like my brother, my brother, and me? Those guys are so funny. We haven't stolen any goofs from my brother, my brother, and me, have we? Just saying, goofs is stealing from my brother, my brother. That's true. That is their term, isn't it? You dumb piece of shit. Oh, God, that's twined itself so deeply into my everyday life that it's sad for me to remember <laughs> that it's not from my brain. Here's my thing. I know everybody likes my brother and my brother uh, plus I. <laughs> Get up. Here we go. Get up <clears throat> on your soapbox. <laughs> but, okay, I've listened to maybe four episodes of their regular show and then some of Sawbones. Um, and I dislike the guys. I think that, so, okay, this is one podcaster criticizing other podcasters for being wow. self-indulgent, but I think they're self-indulgent, and I think that they profess to be very, like, kind and, like, you know, nice to everybody, but I think they are kind of catty, and especially to each other, and it's just like, it feels, it, they feel, like, too snarky and smug to me. Um, too, too big to be enjoyed, really, Andy. I don't know if you've ever had that experience. Um, but everybody's like, oh, I'm going to say um, big boys, and I'm going to say goofs, and I'm going to say my dude. And it's like it's like when people quote The Simpsons all the time, it's just part of current you know, idioms. It's like, that's not your joke. That's the my brother, my brother, and me guys' joke. And let's stop celebrating them. Well, you know, you saying that, and I don't disagree with you, but in, uh, another another layer on it is that, like, I legitimately did not remember that calling bits goofs instead of calling them bits came from my brother, my brother, and me. So it could be a, a very similar situation with other people where they just genuinely don't remember that it's not their own original, uh, you know, their own original thing. Yeah, and I, I'm sure that part of my dislike of them is because of how popular they are. Like, I didn't read the Harry Potter books until well into the publication of the fifth one because it was so beloved by everybody. And I was like, fuck, fuck this. You know, because I'm like, I was a nerd in high school. I'm not part of the part of the masses. I have my own thing. And then I read it and I was like, oh, okay, it's enjoyable. <laughs> like uh, I was uh, preventing myself from having this pleasurable experience out of spite. But you don't feel that way about my brother, my brother. And me. No, because I've listened to four episodes and wasn't crazy about it. I I kind of like the Munch bunch, whatever. Munch Squad. Munch Squad. I do. <laughs> what is it, you kids are into the Munch Bunch? What is I, this? I, I, it's Munch Bunch. I kind of like the Munch Bunch. Um, well, I hope it was worth it to you because we just lost our Tumblr fan base. Who? 
everybody that was drawing like Yahweh porn of the two of us recording a Muff Movies episode. Yahweh porn? Uh, isn't that what it's called? What's, what's Yahweh porn? Isn't that when, uh, what is it called when it's that Japanese anime porn between two like beautiful men? Oh, are you thinking boy love? BL? Yeah, but I think it's called, hang on, I gotta look this up. Is yeah, that, look it up. Yeah, yeah, just don't go to your bookmarks. Just yeah, Y Y A O I, and I do have some images that load it up automatically, and it's uh, Yaoi. It might warrant some further investigation, but yeah, yeah, it's when uh, it's it's uh, Yaoi, also known as as boys' love. So we're both right. I thought that I was the otaku in residence, but I have been humbled this evening. Uh, yes, you have. And I'm about to be humbled as soon as we're done recording. Um, <laughs> you know what, Andy? That, like, 45-minute tirade that I just went on? Yeah. That could be just a little... That could be a little bonus episode. <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm in between stuff and I'm like, hey, I know you guys are quarantined. How about spend 45 minutes with your buds? Listening to Mark shit on another podcast that you enjoy better. Uh, Blaster Podcast presents tirades. Tirades of the Carabyrades. <laughs> I'm Carabyrades. Do you like my brother, my brother, or me? Yeah. Here's Mark Soloff to tell you why you're a big, dumb piece of shit. What? <laughs> if I wasn't quarantined, I'd run over to Chicago and beat the fuck out of every Mark in the phone book. <laughs> Speaking of quarantine. Speaking of bored teens, imagine a sauna. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's getting a little OTR or off the rails, as we call it in the business. Smash cut. Chiba. This. What? Chiba. <clears throat> uh, yes, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Hexadol. Sorry, I was just so shaken by that news conference I did where uh, Alan Crumweedy just really served me my own ass. You did a great job, though. I liked the sphincter speech. You're more popular than ever. <laughs> Thank you. I hope they never take you off the, the television. Ew, it's like you just burped directly into my ears. Do you know how gross that is, Dr. Hexadol? That makes me want to puke. That was a soul escaping. It's Chantal oh. again. Sorry, that's different. <laughs> Listen, I meant to tell you something. I have mutated the virus. <laughs> you did it. What? Okay. Uh, oh, no. I mean, the virus has mutated uh, somehow. Uh-huh. It's going to infect... of this? It's going to infect one in 12 people on the planet. What? That's like so many people. Look to your left. Look to your right. One of those people is a trench coat full of frogs. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's not me. Don't look over here. I just, I just moved here from Minneapolis. <laughs> Why is everybody else picking on me? Now you wouldn't mind passing me a tanker of flies. I'll be on my way. Of course. <laughs> I'm going to go see a rated R movie. 
All right. Anyway, uh, so, Dr. Cheever, as you can see, I have uh, written up a plan to stop using the safe, broken-apart, dead virus and start using a live, attenuated virus to experiment on. It's more dangerous because the virus could revert and kill its host and the world. (laughs) No, Dr. Hux at all. I forbid it. You're not allowed to do experiments on yourself. It's too dangerous. On myself? I never said any... Oh, I see. Oh, <laughs> what were you talking about? <laughs> no, I, I get the message. <clears throat> I'll clean up my desk. <laughs> <laughs> Smash wipe. <laughs> it's another mongage. But this time, it's a mongage of empty public places. Where once there were many, now the bank queue stands empty, money flapping through the breeze like so many autumn leaves. <laughs> the mosque, wherein so many people prayed, is now just an ornately decorated echo chamber. Hello? The gym, where people used to run in place like dumb idiots, is just now not having in them. Hey, hey, it's me, the gym. <laughs> uh, yes, Mr. Jim. Uh, here's a whiskey on the house. I know that uh, it's pretty uh, empty tonight, but uh, you're a uh, top priority when it comes to treating people with good service. Thanks. I'm here because uh, uh, my dear friend Lorraine Vasquez, it was a funeral today. You know, we couldn't even bury you in the ground. Ah, uh, that's a great tragedy, Mr. Jim. But I tell you what. And you're going to feel a lot better at tonight's 1920s-themed New Year's Eve ball. And forget about that dead broad. There's all sorts of flappers and ladies that you can enjoy here in this empty exercise complex. That sounds great. Maybe I can meet the previous caretaker of the gym. Well, excuse me, sir. I <laughs> seem to have... Spilled my, my semen all over <laughs> your trousers. <laughs> <laughs> Smash wipe. Uh, <laughs> boy, that's a that's a deep that's a deep callback. <laughs> that is um, the Ouroboros of Muff movies eating its own tail. <laughs> I mean, I barely followed that goof, and I was inside it. <laughs> It, that turned into the end of Interstellar for a while. Who? God fucking damn it. Wait. Say hello. Yeah, Camille. Why did the policeman go for a walk in the lake? Because he was Jesus Christ. <laughs> you shut your fucking mouth about that and you're trying to do comedy not you're done being a priest you're done being a priest which <laughs> 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 uh, sorry about the mess on solo <laughs> flicks a coin to a soldier standing outside of a truck a long bread line stretches out before them what day is it <clears throat> <laughs> Thank you. Day 26. <laughs> I'm cursed to do the music until you say what day it is. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm cursed to keep on coming up with vaudeville bits. <laughs> yeah, that the, the goof has mutated to the point where I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if people have forgotten what it is we're doing. You need to the imagine goof? 
when I do the music, flayed alive. <laughs> when I do the music, a vaudeville style title card appears with uh, the number of days since the beginning <laughs> of the infection on it, and Mark has mutated that into doing small vaudeville back and forths <laughs> that are somewhat unrecognizable as such. <laughs> Aside from the fact that it's two guys calling each other by old-timey guys' names. I know, like, one thing about vaudeville. I know where it took place, and I know that occasionally a duck was used. Oh, I did, where, did, where did vaudeville take place? The Catskills, my good man. Oh! I mean, it took, it took place in many locations, but the Catskills was a, like, uh, a big place for it, and it's a place where it persisted, like, even as vaudeville died out. So, like, the um, kind of, like, 1950s, like, cliche of a comedian who, like, made a name for himself on the borscht belt in the Catskills and then moved to New York to become a big-time, big-time funny man. Okay. That's that kind of thing. And are the Catskills in New York? Is that where it is? It's in upstate New York or something? Yeah, I think it's... I don't know. I'm not going to look it up. Audience, if you're looking it up... If you're looking up where the fucking cat skills are right now, why don't you fucking go fuck yourself instead? What are hey, you doing? Go ahead, create yourself a user ID and password for TikTok.com. Uh-huh. I want you to go on there, get into the search bar. I want you to hit Control I in your browser to open up the inspector screen, and I want you to just kind of like scroll through all the elements of the HTML until you find a file named seven-minute video telling you how to fuck yourself. And then you know what you should do? Yeah. Wait, it's a seven-minute video? Isn't it seven minutes? It's a long video. I, I had said seven seconds, but if somebody... Oh, shit, seven... I was thinking of Thick Talk, the much longer <laughs> format one. <laughs> T-H-I-C-C. <laughs> Ooh, baby. <laughs> Smash wipe. <laughs> There's a bread line, bitch. <laughs> Many of There's the people in line are obviously uh, poorly disguised ducks, but <laughs> one of them is our old friend Mitch. Uh, Mitch stands clutching his hungry ribs with the other Minnesotans and ducks waiting in line. Um, there's big old military trucks and a man wearing a mask holding a, a megaphone. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, now, listen, everyone, attention, please, attention, please. We are out of bread for the day, so... What? Um, please come back tomorrow, and, oh, Jesus Christ, why is it always me that has to do the announcements? <laughs> he was going to do it. <laughs> the mob swarms him like a bunch of angry ants and <laughs> rips the flesh from his bones. All that is left after they pass over is just a bleached white skeleton in an army uniform. <laughs> Mitch turns directly to the camera and he says, I've heard of a feeding frenzy, but this is ridiculous. No, this is ridiculous, says a man wearing a boot as a hat. <laughs> we iris out smash cut Mitch's house nighttime Mitch once again is thinking about football and hockey when he hears from the neighbor's house he rushes to the window to see what is the matter when what to his wondering eyes should appear but two people <laughs> killing his neighbors across the street with a gun 
<laughs> they turn to him and put one finger to the side of their noses and then Mary guns miss tool <laughs> disappear up the chimbley whoa this is intense I, I'm gonna call the cops Mitch pulls out his trusty solomophone beep boop, beep boop, beep yes hello hello mm. this is Mitch uh, McConnell <laughs> and I uh, <laughs> I need the cops the police mm, Mitch McConnell knowledge it sounds like you sound like a man of the world if you don't mind my saying so Mitch what operator I need to speak with the police there's been a shooting mm, you give him my dick a new police on laugh if you don't mind my saying so oh am I, am I am I being detained you have to tell no. me otherwise it's entrapment you're not being detained. Mm, I'm too a, bad. I, I'm a concerned citizen, and I think I've just witnessed a... Mm, a you could a, be a, a concerned sit and spin mm, if you play your cards right. What are you Wait wearing, Mitch? Wait a minute. <laughs> Mitch, <laughs> Mitch sets his phone down and opens his closet <clears throat> where he sees a lot of uh, cellular interruption technology <laughs> spinning with his little radar dish and behind it an elderly pervert <laughs> oops listen I don't <laughs> think that this needs to change our relationship in the least <laughs> smash cut outside Mitch's second floor window an elderly pervert is thrown bodily through the window <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas to all <laughs> He will return stronger than ever as a force ghost. But in the meantime... Say, Floyd, do you know where I could get a job around here? Ah, Floyd is a zombie today. Oh my god, my brain! This is just the rest Day of the day. Day twenty I like how our instincts were like at the exact moment it's time to inject from this. Yeah, and it wasn't like the right moment. It was a, it was 30 to 40 seconds too long, but it was the same moment. I'm sorry about that gruesome depiction of zombie violence. Sorry about the put, genre shift, everybody. I should put a uh, disclaimer on this podcast for all you <coughs> snowflakes out there that can't take the way the world goes. What do you guys want a safe space? But you guys even just do just some black coffee here, or does it all just frappalappachinga ding dongs? Well, it's a uh, black coffee there, uh, Mister Internet Troll, and uh, I'll have you know that we take pride in it. Well, 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 all right. Tell me more about this 1920s flapper party y'all got going on here. All right, I will. Let's look at this picture of Mitch's backyard as we do. <laughs> Mitch's backyard. Perfect. Uh, Mitch kicks the door of his neighbor's house open. Ah! <laughs> oh, sorry, door. <laughs> it's okay. I like it. I'm a kinky door. <laughs> Mitch uh, pats the door as he passes and starts rifling through the cabinets of his neighbor's house, but there's nothing left in there. Uh, oh, man. I, it's weird because we don't... He doesn't find his neighbor's bodies or anything. Maybe this is a different house than the ones who got shot? 
Yeah, I kind of wonder if there was like more stuff that was cut. Like, because if he found his neighbor's shot to death body, that'd be pretty dark. Um, or yeah, or if it's just a different neighbor's house. Oh, let's do a um, let's do a like the a, a deleted scene from the DVD. Okay. Um, maybe he comes in and there's like a sexy lady in there. Hold on, Andy, Andy, let's play it out. Okay. okay. <laughs> Hi. Ah, Mr. McArthur, come in. Oh, I'll, I, sorry, I'll go and get you gentlemen some, some wine. Thank you, my thrall. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hear you're looking for foodstuffs. Oh, yeah, don't you know, I, I, I. I heard gunshots across the road, and I thought I'd come over and see how you were doing, uh, Mr. Ah, Vladimir. Guns, my children of the night. (laughs) Uh, Mr. Vladimir. I'm a real disaster prepper, Mr. McConnell. Would you care to look at my MREs ready to eat meals? I bought them wholesale from a website. Ah, ah, ah. Now, that's very kind of you, uh, Mr. Vladimir, but don't you need these MREs for yourself? You got to be starving over here as well. I happen to believe that the blood of a community is thickened by uh, conscientious uh, actions such as keeping your neighbors healthy and well-stocked. With guns! <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Vladimir raises his arms and a bunch of guns fly at Mitch at top speed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, geez. <laughs> Mitch races out of the house pursued by a <laughs> swooping, flapping guns. You'll have to pry them from my cold, dead hands. <laughs> One gets tangled in Mitch's hair as he frantically tries to bat it away. Ah. <laughs> it rips off his wig. <laughs> Bleh! <laughs> Foiled again! <laughs> now Mitch has a gun. He adds it to his inventory. He is over encumbered. Oh, he's moving at half speed. <sighs> but you know, the thing about being over encumbered is like it's kind of freeing because once you are, you can just load up on everything. Right, every day's a cheat day. Once you've come. <laughs> That's how I need to look at it. (laughs) Andy, this quarantine has uh, provided me with a rich social life in the world of Fallout 76. Oh, no. Are you playing that? I hear that's just a nightmare. It is not a good game. I uh, had high hopes. It is a bad game. It's okay. Uh, Don't misunderstand me. It's a bad game. Uh, Don't misunderstand me. It is a bad game. I did play it for one weekend in... 2018, uh, but I have not returned to it since. The thing I'm trying to say is it's a bad game, okay? <laughs> but I did not enjoy playing the game. Listen, what's the deal with Fallout 76? It's a bad game! thing about Fallout 76 is that it's a little bit overwhelming. Um, yeah, so uh, it's bad, but um, like, there's so much, so many little annoying mechanics that like the only time that it's worthwhile is when you are quarantined and you're trying to keep yourself diverted. Oh, so like, I see. for example, like if you walk through water for too long, you get a waterborne disease and it like 
slows you down. And the only way to cure it is to like build a medicine pack out of all of these ingredients, which you need to like scour the earth to find. And it would be really frustrating if it wasn't like uh, Morty, if it wasn't like, well, I'm here doing the same routine for the foreseeable future. So I might as well spend this hour hunting down blood leaf. Yeah, I forgot about that. I mean, I mentioned Final Fantasy VII earlier to you in private. There's a whole bunch of, there's like a whole subset of games that I've never, that I haven't tried over the last couple of years because they're more like, these are time-filling games. Yeah. But now's the time to check those out. Yeah. Although to, to you know, I, I recognize I could be spending that time learning how to code better. Bah. But it's so boring. I just want to shoot ghouls. Yeah. I don't want to be looking up pull requests. I'd rather be shooting up ghoul requests. You know what I'm saying? You know, Andy, I think ever since you became a developer, your comedic mind has just blossomed. Thank you so much. Uh, A pull request for those of you that aren't familiar. Uh, It's a coding thing. You wouldn't understand. They're like, we use GitLab. Mm, We're familiar, but not that familiar. (laughs) Code shit. Uh, Smash Cut. CDC. We see Dr. Hex, Dr. Hexatol and uh, Dr. Cheever sitting at a table. Uh, Hexatol, um, where are we uh, on that vaccine that everybody uh, needs because everyone's dying? (laughs) Oh, I think we're very close, Cheever. Very close indeed. Okay. Do you have any proof to back that up? Uh, The proof, as they say, is in the pudding, Cheever. Hextall pulls out an enormous hypodermic needle and waves it madly in the air. Okay, that's a, that's a big novelty hypodermic needle. It's like a two-liter bottle of soda size. Uh, I don't see how that's proof, though. <laughs> I've distilled all of the virus down into this single dose. It contains all of the virus that I've harvested from every person who's died since the very beginning of the plague, Chiba. That's, I mean, that's remarkable, but I don't see how that helps to cure anyone. Not as remarkable as this. Hextol <laughs> inserts the hypodermic into Cheever's chest and plunges it deep. Yes, drink it in, Cheever. You will be the dawn of the salvation of humanity. Must. Cheever's <laughs> skin begins to bubble with uh, boils and eldritch energies as the vaccine uh, begins to, uh, what's the word, germinate inside his body. But will he come out on top or will the virus? Find out <laughs> now. <laughs> Cheever dies. <laughs> A small golden ghost issues forth from his mouth. Oh, yeah. Hextel grabs a a tiny golden uh, butterfly net and chases it outside. You're never going to get me. (laughs) Smash wipe. (laughs) News beat. All the news uh, Pokemon gauge that you could even want. Check it out. A vaccine. Uh, actually, was you know when they were. Uh, Who the uh, fuck are you? 
<laughs> oh god! A newsman comes on screen and punches the imposter newsman <laughs> out of his chair. The imposter, uh, his body uh, contorts in an alarmingly rapid fashion. It discolors and then melts into a pile of steaming cotton candy. Skinwalker! <laughs> now then, that that's taken care of. Hello, everyone. It's me, Chet Masterson, with your daily news. A vaccine has been discovered for the deadly big virus. Unfortunately, it is currently taking the form of a tiny golden ghost. The search is on for anyone who can capture the ghost, which was last seen speeding at high speed over the highways towards the San Francisco area. So, the race is on, uh, treasure hunters. <laughs> Chet Masterson winks at the camera. Hi, I'm Eleanor, a woman. Day 131. The Cheever's home. There is a crash, and Aubrey, uh, Aubrey Cheever, is horrified to witness three masked goons uh, descend from the smashed-in window. All right now, lady, here's what you gotta do for us, okay? First of all, do you have any flowers that we could eat? Uh, second, no, I don't have any. You what? Did, did I don't. No, I was just trying to, you know, kick them off one at a time instead of all at once. Oh, that makes more sense. Uh, no. I thought we was. I was going to say all of mine at the same time, and then. Hey, a quick, a quick question here. Your voice sounds so familiar. No, it doesn't. I'm wearing a mix. Were you a second in command? Slash Dance Academy instructor uh, to the Eagle King? <laughs> no! <laughs> That's my you know, brother! You know the Eagle King who presided over that one ballet school? Who could forget? <laughs> Where he assessed us by our talents, but also with his talents? No, that was my brother. He's over on the East Coast. He's more of a Boston fella, I think. Okay. But me, anyway, though. Baldroid. Uh, let's continue. <laughs> the thieves run away. <laughs> the Baldroid chases them out of the room. I have no name. Smash wipe. San Francisco Park. Ooh, the old familiar park benches. Alan Crumweedy, feeling a little bit high on the hog, uh, adjusts his $4 million slacks and sits next to the old hedge fund guy. Well, 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 if it isn't me, old friend, it seems like we've we've done well for each other, eh? The worm has turned for old Crumweedy, eh? <laughs> That's right, Mr. Crumweedy. I am the uh, hedge fund guy, <laughs> and, um... You certainly did make a lot of money off of promoting Forsythia. I sure the drug did. That doesn't actually work. Oh, well, let me put my index finger next to me nose. As we say, <laughs> whether or not Forsythia works, me love. Alan Crumweedy looks around and he sees a suspicious amount of park employees all putting their fingers next to their noses. Uh, a uh, nearby mailbox stands up and shifts a couple of uh, steps to the left before settling itself back down in place. A hedge nearby uh, falls over for just a moment with a oof 
and then uh, pushes itself back into place roughly. A soldier dressed as a duck accidentally <laughs> <laughs> lets his AR-15 fire. Oh. <laughs> uh, quick, toss me some bread. I love that stuff. <laughs> now, wait just a minute, me love. Everything's this, okay. This wouldn't happen to be a setup, would it? Oh, boys, look, they had my balls in a vice, Alan. I'm sorry. Hedge fund guy! Suddenly, all of the inanimate objects <laughs> reveal that they were actually human beings, elaborately disguised, uh, and they give chase to Alan Crumweedy. <laughs> Crumweedy leaps into a nearby uh, uh, chest of drawers before it beats five kinds of shit out of him and spits him <laughs> back out dressed as a woman. <laughs> That'll show you for touching a stranger's drawers. <laughs> the, the woman winks at the camera. <laughs> the camera winks back. That's the name of my autobiography. Smash wipe! Mitch McConnell's house. And now, Jory, we just gotta wait 144 days, just 144 days, and we'll get you, and then you can go back and be a teenager again. How does that sound? Dad, I don't understand why it's going to take the government 144 days to catch that golden ghost and pull a little bit of it off so I can eat it and be cured. You know what? I don't either, says Mitch. <laughs> and a, <laughs> a strange uh, expression passes over his face. Why don't you grab your broom, Jory? We're going hunting. <laughs> Excellent. Expelliarmus. <laughs> Mitch cocks his rifle as Jory leaps upon to her broomstick. Mitch <laughs> got down behind her and the two of them smash through their bay, the front bay window and out into the night sky. Ah, oh, they grow up so fast. <laughs> Smash wipe the Hong Kong highway. Uh, the, the golden ghost speeds along in front of a... Uh, uh, truck containing Sung Feng and Dr. Orantes. There is the golden ghost. Sung Feng, step on it. <laughs> I'm going as fast as I can, Dr. Orantes. Do you have the net shooter? I do. I think I have a secret weapon that will give us the advantage. Plutonium! <laughs> Dr. Orantes leans out the passenger side and stuffs plutonium into the truck's fusion drive. Not so fast, Orantes! Ooh! <laughs> An enormous uh, 25-foot Dr. Hexital uh, pounds along at top speed behind the, the uh, armored vehicle, rapidly overtaking it and shaking the highway with every massive step. Oh no! <laughs> it is my greatest enemy! Dr. Do Deep Nope! <laughs> Dr. Arantes passes out. <laughs> That's right. If you think I'm going to allow anyone to steal my life's work out from under me, you've got another think coming. Now for you, Sun Feng. Well, well, well. <laughs> it's time for old Sun Fang to show you what he's made out of. <laughs> Sun Fang puts a brick on the accelerator and leaps onto the top of the armored car. <laughs> he pulls out his, <laughs> his traditional 
family's solar sword <laughs> called the Sun Fang and brandishes it in front of him. Uh-huh. Get some. <laughs> the outcome that we always knew would, would happen, <laughs> eh, Sun Fang? Come, old friend, one last time. <laughs> they both jump at each other and the sky cracks. Smash wipe. The Homeland Security Office. Dennis French sits across a desk from Alan Crumweedy. Now, Mr. Crumweedy, it appears that uh, there was never anything true about this Forsythia, huh? It seems like you were telling, uh, how you say, fiblets the entire time. Do you feel bad about it? You know, many people might ask, Hey, rat, do you feel bad about spreading the bubonic plague? Not really. Oh, eh, eh, well, <laughs> answered and answered. Uh, fuck, asked and answered. <laughs> Alan Cromweedy passes out. <laughs> I'm very sick. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a... <laughs> It seems you have had a taste of your own medicine, Mr. Cromweedy, says Dennis French, who immediately also catches the disease. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. Don't blame the rat. <laughs> the rat dusts his hands off and leaves through the front door, pulling a fedora tight over his eyes. As he walks away, his limp disappears. His limp disappears? Yeah, because he was Kaiser Soze. I know. Come on. Smash cut. Roger's house. Remember Roger, the custodian with the ADHD child from the very first scene of Cheever in the parking garage where he didn't understand what kind of a doctor Cheever was? (gasps) (coughs) (laughs) The husk of Cheever's corpse (laughs) blows in the breeze and rumples up against the front bushes of Roger's house. Hey, Dad, what's this? Oh, jeez, God, this, this is the old guy I used to work for. You know, the one that gave points to the vaccine, which is the golden ghost. Uh, that's being vied for even now on the Hong Kong highway. Oh, yeah, the one that gods and men both battle for to the end of the world. That's the one. All right, don't concern yourself with that, son. Look, you got ADHD. You got enough on your mind already. Oh, no, what's that? A dandelion? What? Oh, boy. Here we go. (laughs) Roger chases his son, who has a cartoon version of ADHD. His son leaps into the air and uh, disappears in a sun-shaped puff of smoke. Oh, no, a dream void. (laughs) Smash wipe to the storm-wrecked skies above Hong Kong. The uh, golden ghost has now grown to enormous size and is uh, laughing over the... uh, the ruined city. You thought you could take me? I take you. <laughs> All right, now, Jory, you're going to have to get us real close. I'm only going to have one shot at this. Okay, Don, I'll distract him. You fire this photon missile. <laughs> Close your eyes, Mitch. Uh, who is this then? Who the, who the? It's me. Um... What was that disease that FDR had? Polio, my old master? That's the one. You gotta use, trust your instincts. I thought you were killed by Jonas Salk. (laughs) No, I became more powerful than you could ever imagine. Polio, how can I fire with the blast shield down? (laughs) 
You just gotta tell you what, toss me in that old ghost's mouth. Well, okay, one last time, old timer. But first, one kiss for old time snake? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I'm, not, I'm not like that, I'm not into that shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can't blame a guy for trying. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Mitch uh, winds up with polio like a like a baseball as Jory pilots the uh, broomstick through the turbulent stormy skies. The golden ghost turns to look at them as they come within range. A teenage girl, you deign to attack me with a teenage girl. <laughs> Not just that. I got my old friend here with me. Mitch throws polio through the air. It whistles through the turbulent skies and blows away into the distance. Oh. Oh, shit. Fuck. Uh Uh-oh. Dad, looks like we're in real trouble. Hey. Could you use a little help, kid? Andrew! That's right, it's me. <laughs> the teenage boyfriend of Jory <laughs> flies in with his F-14. <laughs> now what say we kill this ghost and go home, huh, kid? Yeah, Jory, wow. You really are everything a girl could ask for and more. Yeah, in most aspects. Jory looks down uh, at his missing penis. <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave home without it. <laughs> what? Don't leave home without your absence of anus. <laughs> you know, it protects you from knocking anyone up. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I was raised weird. Anyway, I'm flying an F-14 into the middle of this hellstorm. There's a ghost. <laughs> Can we talk about my channels? <laughs> Can we talk about my channels later, Jordy? <laughs> Yeah, Andrew, obviously we both are aware of what's going on. We're flying a broomstick at an F-14 towards a golden ghost that's a vaccine for the global pandemic. Shut up, kids, (laughs) says Mitch, (laughs) as he muscles his broomstick past the two arguing sky children and plunges himself deep into the maw of the golden ghost. If I could muscle my broomstick, I'd never leave the house. (laughs) We see cracks of pure light appear in its Pac-Man ghost silhouette. The ghost bulges, shimmers, and explodes. Oh, wait. No, it doesn't explode. No, I was just leading up to it. You just prematurely finished before I was ready. Sorry. <laughs> it's done. You know what? It's done. We'll try the again ghost, tomorrow. The, the, the ghost kind of spurred it a little. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, how embarrassing. <laughs> it, the ghost's sticky ectoplasm uh, splatters onto the Hong Kong highway. Ooh. <laughs> they love it, the dirty birds. Across the world, uh, everyone looks up as the virus-laden uh, sky suddenly blossoms into beautiful light, and the sun comes out for the first time in months. 
People run outside, kissing each other, miraculously cured. Dr. Hexadol uh, smiles quietly to herself. The desiccated husk of Cheever looks up <laughs> as it blows across uh, Route 66 like a tumbleweed. <laughs> the uh, phone front desk phone operator from the hotel puts an arm around Vladimir, the disaster prepper neighbor. Well, old friend, I, I guess we really did it this time. <laughs> yes, but uh, one thing, old man. Next time, uh, I'm driving. (laughs) 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 The two turn and walk back into the house. Uh, The door closes behind them. And in uh, golden script, the words, The End? Question mark? Appear over this beautiful scene. Smash cut! (laughs) It is a casino in Macau. We see... (laughs) Wait. Smash cut. (laughs) We see the forests of Macau. (laughs) Bulldozers from Beth Sucks My Own Dick Corporation (laughs) start to bulldoze palm trees. A a swarm of bats is displaced and flies into the air. Hey, try to sleep upside down over here. One of... The bats flies into a pig pen and roosts in the ceiling. It is eating a piece of American cheese, Kraft Single. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> it drops the piece of cheese, and a pig below finds it. Uh, sharp-eyed watchers will notice that this is a metaphor for American imperialism. The pig refuses to share with its neighbors, claiming that they should pull themselves up by their bootstraps and snarfs that entire piece of cheese. Suddenly, the hand of justice descends upon the pig and smashes it into a pork crate. Adam Smith. (laughs) The pork crate is shipped all the way to the casino in Macau. A chef pulls the pig's dead body out and starts fisting his throat for no reason. <laughs> Watch the movie. Uh, no, I, yeah, no, he was putting, was he putting something in there? I assume he was stuffing something into its mouth, but you can't see what it is. And it just looks like he's like shoving his fingers into its mouth over its teeth over and over again for nothing. Hey, chef, chef. Yes, what is it, my friend? You quit rubbing that pig for a second. There's some lady out here who would like to uh, pose for a picture with you. Ah, the chef rolls his eyes. He rubs his hands inadequately over his uh, belly towel, refusing to wash them, and casts one last longing glance over his shoulder at the pig's throat. The chef walks out onto the floor of the casino to see... A familiar woman waiting to shake hands with him. Ah, uh, my dear friend, I have a proposition for you. Oh no, Dr. Hexital, what is it today? <laughs> Wait, what? Well, vaudeville clown, what is it you've learned from this whole situation? Nothing. I only got a third-grade education. 
Vaudeville Clown Day One. Wait, 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 shut the fuck up. Wait, is this the song that we do when it's the end? Sometimes we do. Is there another song we do? No, I think that by the time we get to the end of one of these bad boys, uh, it is our, we are well past the point where we have any kind of traditions. Tradition. We usually take a deep breath, um, talk about how hot we are, and then uh, do plugs. Okay, real quick. Andy, when you do it at a different time than me, it sounds like garbage. Do you want me to just... You're not going to feel weird if I just sit here in silence and listen to you sing the Star Wars theme song? It's like I do the song and then you go, that has been Muff Movies, and then we have our talk. Oh, okay. Just like how one of us does Starcrawl, the other does music. Gotcha. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Go ahead. Andy, how long have we been doing this, old friend? Six too, years? Too Siete. long, old friend. <laughs> One last time, eh, old friend? Let's <laughs> go <laughs> into the muff. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was Muff Movies Presents Contagion. Mark actually turned the air conditioning up pretty high, and I'm at a comfortable temperature right now. Um, Andy and I have not muffed a movie together in the same room in probably years. Many a year, old friend. Like, well over one year, definitely, so I'd say years. We've been down here for a little over a year and a half. Yeah. And so I would wager that uh, the heat that we generate through the muffing process no longer has the same resonant effect on each other's bodies. Like, I'm sweating. I took off my pants halfway through, spoilers. Um, but, like, without Andy here to really turn it up, like, I'm not as hot as I used to be. Yeah, we don't have that friction that generates the heat. And I think that you guys will find that it's not as funny as it used to be. And that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. I, I play for the Wizards now. <laughs> Rest assured, um, if you didn't think that was funny, that's, like... We planned that. Like, that's the idea, you fucking idiot. Yeah, like, we did that whole thing, Muff Movies. Like, we just did that ironically. If you're on the internet right now looking up why isn't Muff Movies as good as it used to be, like, why don't you instead look up how to fuck myself on Wikipedia? Here's what I want you to do. I want you to (laughs) look up Ahigao face and go make yourself do that. I don't know what that is. I think I'm saying it right. It's like the face that an anime girl makes in an anime sex orgasm. Oh my, yeah. Like, okay. like they stick their tongue out. Blah. Man, today's going to really fuck up my search results for a while. Sorry. No, uh, I should be thanking you. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, I could apparently buy a pillow with a picture of a young lady an anim- a young anime lady uh, having an orgasm, it would appear. I could buy a selection of pillows here. So, okay, I assume the pillows are for, like, humping on, you know, not just for, like, resting your head at night after a hard fucking day's work. I don't know. It, I think it's like you, you, uh, you look at the pillow while you masturbate, but I don't think that you can hump the pillow itself. Oh, uh, okay. But see, here's the thing. Picture a man masturbating. Okay. To a pillow. Okay, so, like, 
if you if you think that like the O face is sexy, like that's understandable. Sure. And and that that face the anime girl makes when orgasming is supposed to be sexy. But like if if you're having sex with someone and they're making one ecstatic face the entire time, that would be really off-putting. I don't think the idea is that the young lady is now in the anime is making the face the whole time. I think it's just that you, from what I'm seeing, they're losing control at the moment of climax and they're making a silly looking face, but silly in a sexy way. So is it like you don't look at your pillow until the moment and then you're like, Oh, she's into it. Oh, I see what you mean. You're not talking about this happening in real life. You're saying this is why you couldn't masturbate to the pillow. Oh, I can masturbate to just about anything. Stapler, uh, armadillo, like a boot drying rack. I'm not talking from experience, but ambition. I believe you. Who day and night must masturbate? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what you want, uh, if we're going to recreate like uh, one of my sexual experiences, we, the one side of this pillow would just have to be like a, a somewhat bored looking woman. And then right at the end, I would flip it over. Um and there would be a thumb thumbs down to like a <laughs> casting director. No, again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's no place for you at the coffee. You didn't make me a gal. Ah, <laughs> uh, the golden ghost. <sighs> Andy, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Do you have any theater shows going on in the middle of this pandemic? Yeah, guys, if you find yourself, uh, after all this calms down, and you find yourself in Durham, North Carolina, come on uh, come on down and visit me. We are doing shows down here, but I don't think it makes sense to plug them. Probably didn't make sense to plug stuff in Chicago, to be honest. It's a lot of your listenership Wait. in Chicago? Um, uh, no. <laughs> we got to get some kind of uh, like online presence. I mean, I listen. No, but remember when we used to tell people about like shows we'd be doing and stuff, and it's like they're not coming to those shows. If you ever came to one of our shows because you we plugged it on Muff Movies, uh, you mean you didn't see a dramatic bump in the Exit Ghost show from <laughs> when we plugged it on Muff how Movies? Fucking dare you! Sorry. No, I guess like most some of those people could have been uh, could have gotten the Muff bump. You know, <laughs> we'll never know. I. I view Muffed Movies as, um, like, a very special place that somebody knows about that's, like, in the forest that, like, if you sit at just the right spot at just the right time, you get, like, a beautiful, like, ray of light coming through the trees. And there's, like, moss there. You know, like, that's, like, someone's special spot. And no one else knows about it. Muffed Movies is, like, us sitting in a forest clearing for hours hoping that a fawn will come and eat out of our palm. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I can see that. Yes. And so for my 12 listeners, those are people who have experienced that, and they're like, that was magical. I will wait another 12 months for Mark to actually make another episode. (laughs) I mean, it's no Mabim-Bam where you get an episode on a regular basis and they, you know, talk about this, that, and the other. Yeah, it's going to be funny to hear this in July of 2021 and people are being like, what is the virus they're talking about? Was there a virus last year? God, I really hope that's the situation. And the situation isn't like, wow, that was how happy-go-lucky we were at the beginning when we had electricity and food. When people are listening to their uh, amplifiers made out of a rib cage. (laughs) 
<laughs> They're wearing their tires and skulls as armor. Yeah. <laughs> hey, these guys are pretty funny. <laughs> if Muffed Movies survives the apocalypse, that would be amazing. This, people are trying to reproduce uh, 20th, 21st century American culture through Muffed Movies, which is the only <laughs> remaining uh, the <laughs> record. The Aristotle of the post-apocalyptic era will be like, as you can see from Muffed Movies, there were only 11 jokes. <laughs> there were only four different human voices. <laughs> they worshipped a god called the Death Star. <laughs> uh, Andy, old buddy, we did it again. We did it again. It's been a real pleasure, Mark. Pleasure, Mark. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> That's what I got my tattoo. Um, I'll do this maybe again with you soon. Is it spoiler to say that? Um, I can cut this out if, <laughs> if we die. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, yeah, we want to do, uh, since we're fucking quarantined, we want to do this again and then perhaps again. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's all you get. You guys have the benefit of hindsight. You know what happened to everybody. We don't. So if we're all still around next week, we'll uh, record another one of these. Talk to you guys soon. Yeah. Everybody, we love you. We love you. And Mark, I love you. I'm looking forward to talking to you again real soon. I love you too, Andy. Uh, You guys keep yourself safe up there too. Yeah. Keep me safe, you little bitch. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. (laughs) 